0: Hey guys, it's John again, Catholic for Rednecks, YouTube, Spotify, Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, except I'm different under Twitter. You know what evangelical is? That is a term for born-again Christians that the media uses, and my friend Rob from Blue Collar Catholic, he uses that word. Um. Catholics like to use the word Protestant for people that are not Catholic. For Christians or believers that are non-Catholic, they've always been called Protestant. Why? Because they are descendants of protesters. People that protested the Catholic Church and formed their own church or group of new churches. So I have an opinion based on experience and knowledge. I believe that all born-again evangelical Christians are number one, number one. They're either lying or number two, they are completely ignorant. And I mean that in the nicest way. I don't mean... Like an idiot, I mean. Ignorant means you just don't know. Okay? So they're either lying or they're ignorant. Or number three, how could I describe it? They are stubborn or full of pride. Let me prove my point, okay? Just give me a minute. I just answered a comment where some fellow mentioned that in all truth, the church started at the Garden of Eden. And I I agree with that. I believe God started a family with Adam and Eve. I don't know if it, it was his first family. You know, there's a lot of stuff that could have happened in Genesis between the first two verses. A lot of people believe there was a recreation. Um, that Noah's Flood was the second flood. The Bible talks in Genesis 6. There were giants in earth before and after the flood. L- a lot of crazy stuff in the Bible. Anyway, I believe the first family was the first church. God's people, God's family, Adam and Eve. And then, you know, you had Abraham. And when he came with the people from that he brought with him, Um Those were God's people. They were later called Israel. And uh, then Israel had kings, you know, King David and Solomon and so on. And and, um, then finally you had uh, Israel. The people of God were overrun and dominated by many. But later on, the Roman Empire. Then we had Jesus sent to the world. So... If you believe that God created man, heaven and earth, God created man. Out of that man, he formed a family, a bloodline, God's people, Israel, okay? Man had lost his way. God sent his son, Jesus Christ. The word become flesh. So, God in heaven sent his son Jesus, born of a woman. And he lived. And while he lived here, we have about this much. And if you're on podcasts, I'm saying about two inches worth of his life recorded. As a matter of fact, I've heard it's about three months when you put it all together, but you got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Okay, here's the facts. Okay, evangelicals and Catholics you call yourself a believer and follower of Jesus? These are the facts. Jesus came and died for sins. He was crucified. He was buried. He was dead as a hammer. On the third day, God raised him up from the dead. He appeared to many different people, 500 at once. And then after 40 days, he went on up into heaven where he is now seated at the right hand of the Father. But before he left, or as he was leaving, or right after he was leaving, he sent the Holy Spirit down to the 120, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's when a lot of people say the church was born, at Pentecost. But, you know, Jesus had his apostles his disciples and they believed on him first so we have Christianity as we call it born then with Jesus dying for us our sins raising from the dead appearing before everyone Holy Spirit comes down Jesus goes up he had put someone in charge already in Matthew chapter 16 you can read all about it put Peter in charge, gave him the keys to the kingdom of heaven and earth. He told Peter then that he would give him the keys and whatever he bound from earth will be loosed in heaven. Whatever he loosed on earth will be loosed in heaven. Then evangelicals and Christians, believers, you know what this is right here? This is what we call a Holy Bible. And this is a real live Protestant King James Bible. And here's what the truth is. Evangelical. There was a church here literally for hundreds of years before there was a King James Bible. As a matter of fact, There's a church here for like 300 years before there was a New Testament that was canonized. In other words, the church that Jesus Christ started, he only started one church, one. And his will and prayer to the Father was that they may be one, one church. And we can read about that early church in the book of Acts, but none of the Gospels, not one of them, and not one letter of the New Testament was ever even written until years after the church had already started. Now, here's another truth. The name of that church was Catholic. The Catholic Church. And it's the same Catholic church then, in the early days of the church, as it is now. Mm -hmm. One church. I can prove it. You can prove it to yourself if you're willing to know truth. Because I said the third category of born-again Christians, evangelicals, are stubbornness. They just won't. They're they're bowed up. Second category, ignorant. You never knew this stuff. Okay, Uh, first category is you're lying, but you may not be lying because you're wanting to lie, but you just don't know. You're lying out of ignorance, you're deceived out of ignorance, okay? You go back to the early church writings. A lot of them were written before there was a Bible, before there was a Bible. You go back, you get your computer, you got Google, you got an iPhone, Safari, whatever you use. You Google early church writings. And you start reading, and you will find out after a few paragraphs that the early church was Catholic. What do I mean by that? Ignatius, in 107 A.D., called the church, the Catholic Church. Catholic means universal or throughout. The Catholic Church, the early church, was one church. I know people want to fight about that and debate, but if you know history, secular history and church history, the only way you can deny that the Catholic Church was the church is to lie to purposely lie to see the evidence to know the evidence and turn a stubborn neck to it and go on lying but once you become informed of the truth then you're responsible for the truth Jesus Christ began his church And he instituted himself seven main sacraments. A few of them, baptism, um, sacraments of healing, marriage, sacrament of penance, He sacraments or things that Jesus did himself with people, through people. And he established those sacraments in the church. They're all over the Gospels. All the sacraments of the Catholic Church are found in the Gospels, in the Epistles, and they're also found in the Old Testament too, all of them. So we know from early church writings, the very early church writings, that there was a guy in charge, Bishop of Rome, who's the Pope. There were bishops. There's a Eucharist. The summit of faith was the Eucharist. The early church believed that the bread and wine were the body and blood of Jesus. They celebrated what they called in the early days the Mass, M-A-S-S. They celebrated the Eucharist which is the bread and the wine become Christ at the Mass. They believed it was the literal blood, body of Jesus. John chapter 8, I mean John chapter 6, is undeniable. Jesus said at the Passover, he said, this is my body. Eat it. He said, this is my blood. Drink it. Paul said the same thing early church writings prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that the early church was Catholic. It was even called Catholic. If you look up Britannica and if you look up Catholic Church, you will see that the word Christian and the word Catholic meant the exact same thing for centuries. To say you're Catholic means you're Christian. The very first Christians, the very first church that ever existed is Catholic. It still exists. And get this, the apostles, when they started writing down their letters and their gospels, the first letter of the New Testament, the first syllable was never even written until the Catholic Church had been born and established 10 years, 10 years. And then the last book in your Protestant Bible, Revelation, it wasn't written till like 90 A.D., the last one, and there is documented proof, undeniable proof, that the Catholic Church was all over the Roman Empire teaching those sacraments before the New Testament was even finished written. So the Catholic Church is not based on the Bible. The Bible is based on the Catholic Church. It was the Catholic Church and only the Catholic Church that the Holy Spirit used to decide which letters of hundreds, which books of hundreds would be considered the Word of God. So in a series of councils, the Catholic bishops got together several different times and pounded this out and prayed it out and decided what are we going to read at Mass? Because we got hundreds of letters and scrolls and books. We want to be uniform. So they decided which of these scriptures would be read during church gatherings called the Mass. The New Testament was ordained, decreed to be the Word of God. So, evangelical. If you're a believer and you're Christian, family of God, the church was here before there was a New Testament, before it was ever written or put together. That church was called Catholic. It's all over the internet. I know a lot of you have been lied to by your preacher, he was lied to. But Constantine did not start the Catholic Church. As a matter of fact, there had been 29, maybe more, popes before Constantine was ever around. Constantine issued an edict in 313 AD that the Catholic Church would be recognized and legal. She had been underground. The Catholic Church has had 266 documented popes. What does the word pope mean? It means Papa, the Bishop of Rome. That's where Peter and Paul ended up. The Bishop of Rome later became known as the Pope. He is a direct descendant of Peter. When Jesus in in Matthew 16 took The disciples to that place that had all these idols and gods and statues and stuff. He asked them, Who do you say that I am? And Peter spoke up, said, You're the Messiah. And Jesus said, Yeah. And he said, You're the rock. And on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail. And then he starts using that word, You. He's talking to Peter, and he gives him the keys to the kingdom, to heaven and hell, and it gives Peter all that authority. Then when Jesus left, Peter was in charge. And when he got ready to leave, he put someone else in charge. That has been passed down all the way through to right now. You've got Francis in Rome. He is Peter. He has all authority. Who gave him that authority Jesus did. So Jesus started one church. That church was established on his oral teachings and practices. That church, those apostles and their direct descendants, taught and wrote and transmitted that faith down through the ages. It's been preserved carefully from the days of Jesus through Pentecost Through the early church, through the dark ages, through the reformations, so-called, all the way through to this very day right now. It's the one holy, true Catholic church. It's apostolic with authority. Jesus didn't start any other churches. Now, if you believe in Jesus, you believe in Jesus because of the Catholic church. You say, no, 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 oh, yes. Because if it wasn't for the Catholic Church, you would have no Bible, you would have no record of the gospel, and with no preaching of the word, no record of the gospel, no message of salvation, it was the Catholic Church and only the Catholic Church that God used to transmit the message of salvation. If you go to another church, For instance, just to pull a few out of the, just pulling them out randomly. If you're a Southern Baptist, Church of Christ, Presbyterian, uh, Lutheran, non-denominational, maybe you go to Church of the Highlands or Church of whatever, Pentecostal Church, Assembly of God, you can trace your church, do a Google search, and your church is new. It's new. The only church that's ancient, is a Holy Catholic Church. Okay, if you're a Southern Baptist, your church, your religion, your denomination did not exist prior to 1845 and it was founded by slave owners in Augusta, Georgia. And that's just the truth, folks, it's just the truth. Why would you be in a church not founded by Jesus? Ask yourself that. Why would you go to a church that was founded in Georgia? In freaking Georgia, in 1845? Why in the world would you want to be with a movement that broke off from the one church Jesus founded? That wasn't even founded in Israel. Or Rome is Founded in Backwoods, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia, 1845. For slavery's sakes. You want to be hooked up with that now? See, you might have been ignorant and not known that. But now that you hear me tell you that, and you can go and study this yourself at any library. This is not fake news. Then you have to remove ignorance factor away and you have to make a decision am I going to act on the truth and the facts or I'm going to be stiff necked and full of pride and push away and you can't blame anything about the Catholic Church or Christianity on sinners because all churches religions there are sinners and corruptions everywhere I know I remember Sean Hannity said he was leaving the Catholic Church because of the corruption in the leadership. And I'm thinking, how can he not leave America? Because all he does is talk about the swamp and the swamp rats in Washington. That's got nothing to do with being an American. And being Catholic has nothing to do with anything anyone does outside of the Catholic teaching. So. If you're a Methodist, trace the roots of your church. I know they're splitting right now because they want to, they're splitting. Methodist church is splitting, going through a lot of trouble. But where did you come from? The Methodist church come from the Wesley brothers. Did not come from Jesus. It's a break off of a break off of a break off. These are facts, okay? The people that, Celebrate the Reformation. And, you know, they had Reformation Day back on Halloween, October 31st. You would think if these people really believed in what Luther said, that they'd all be Lutherans. But no, because the people that started following Luther out of the one Catholic church, they started following more people further away from the Catholic church. How far away from the trunk and the truth of the Catholic Church is your church? If you don't recognize anything in the Catholic teaching, it's not because it's new. It's because you've been brought up in a church far removed from the church Jesus started. And people say, what about all the traditions, things that Catholics do and believe are not in the Bible. Well, I just explained that. The Catholic Church was here before there was a Bible. Here's the Bible right here. It was not put together, Old Testament and New Testament, until the Catholic Church did so in around 400 A.D. So the Catholic Church. Established with Jesus, put together the Bible as a source of faith to be read out of during Mass. Look up Justin Martyr, and he describes how the early church had Mass. They celebrated the Eucharist. They had confession because Nothing has changed. If your church that you go to right now does not believe in the Eucharist, if you're not celebrating Mass, if you're not going to confession, then you're not following the Bible because the New Testament, the Bible, even the King James Bible teaches all of these things. And the only way you can get around it is to twist and to turn and to bend it to fit the what you want it to say. Because the early church was Catholic. It's a historical academic fact. And the practices of the Catholic Church are all in Scripture. And don't forget that the Protestants, the Protestant Church which is not The church Jesus started. They they removed a lot of scriptures from the Bible. The Catholic Bible has a lot of things in it you've probably never read. We held on to the whole Word of God. Yep, we have the Word of God. So I would invite you, evangelical, you born-again Christian, to really find out where did your... The church you go to every Sunday, where did you come from? Where did you come from? And I'm going to the Catholic Church this Sunday, Lord willing. And I know for a fact that my Catholic Church has existed since the days of Jesus. Through thick and thin, through good popes, bad popes, good times, bad times. I know my Christian church, the Catholic church, has always been here. And I can go to any library in the world. I can go to the old cities of the world. I can go to Europe and the Middle East, and I can find my Catholic church, not only the people, but the stone and the brick and the buildings themselves from antiquity. And there's not one evangelical watching this that can say the same thing about their church. We'll see you next time.